you know, local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. <laughs> Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight and the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. <laughs> Anybody else have any interesting stories they don't want to come with us? Hey, this is John Lane from the Thrive Tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to
What's up, everyone? It is Bill, and you're tuned to the Pennsylvania Rock Show. That's number 673. You can find us at parockshow.com, megarockradio.net, and 107.1 FM KFGD in St. Louis, Missouri, on the beaches of San Diego, California, on rudrudradio.com, in the highlands of Scotland, at xrpradio.co.uk on the other side of the state on oldiesxl.com. Um, forgetting oh, music from the 412, which we're live on video currently. Um, this, as I mentioned, is episode number 673. With me tonight are the gentlemen from Lone Crow Rebellion. What's up, guys? Not How's much, Bill. Good. How are you? Yeah. I'm good. I'm not 100% sure that I got all the stations in. <laughs> well, that's right. I didn't. We're also on buildthescene.com slash radio. <laughs> My own station. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we get real far into this, um, can you guys just introduce yourselves real quick and tell us what part you have in the band? Sure. Greg Long, guitar, vocal, songwriter. Uh, Pete Horn, bass player. I'm John Samanka, the keyboard player. Jason Soffit, drums. All right, so we're going to jump right into the probably the easiest question I'm going to ask all night, maybe. <laughs> um, where did the band name Lone Crow Rebellion come from? Out of the blue. It just it just appeared one day. We didn't know what else to call it. Uh, do you have anything to comment, Pete? Because I really can't. Well, I remember <laughs> that you, you, you had made some statement about seeing some of these these crows, you know, out there alone on the tree. And then you said, you know, they're sort of out there on their own doing their own thing. Yeah, lone crow rebellion. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you know, you're walking through a park. There's one bird just announcing to the world you're there. That's our lone crow <laughs> rebellion. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get some, some questions out of the way early. Um, first of all, have any of you ever actually listened to the show? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to surprise any of you then. <laughs> Maybe. I <didn't>. Maybe. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with the pizza question. If you listened recently, that's one I've been asking a lot. Um, that is, what is the best pizza you've had because you're a musician? So you have to find a way to link it to your band. Oh, <laughs> best pizza I've had because I'm a musician. You mean like brand or type of toppings? Like you, you went, you were out at a show and on the way home you got a pizza or on your way to a show or you were recording and you got a pizza in the studio or. How about at a show? Okay. You know, I was pretty happy with that one in Gerbils the other night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Honest, yeah. That was a good pizza. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they didn't call it pizza, but you know, the, the intention was there. It's still, yeah. it's still same ingredients, but it was a pizza. <laughs> How about you? Get any? No, I, I really don't. John, oh, no, no, I guess I did. I mean, I, it's the same place. I got, I had pizza turtles open for Davy Knowles. Yeah, and it was it was good. It was stuff. very good stuff. It was good stuff. How about you? I'd say Mabel's in Clearfield. Anytime we practiced or played a gig after the gig, Mabel's yeah, is Mabel's good. I got stories about Mabel's. We'll have to talk oh, yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> John, you got any? John doesn't like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I love pizza, but yeah. I usually don't eat much when we play out. <laughs> Only after. If you had hot dogs, I would be use, uh, usually eat a lot of sheets hot dogs. John, John likes a hot dog pizza. That's all he can <laughs> So I do sheets 
after I go and take photos, not before. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably why. Yeah, yeah. I, I very rarely eat before I go on stage. <laughs> so. I I get that answer a lot. Uh, yeah. So, um, the other one I want to get out of the way right off the bat is, um, it's become the official build a scene question. It's who's your Dave Grohl? Um, and in other words, who do you want to go up on stage with and perform one of their originals? Okay, so you added to that question because we actually had an answer to that earlier. Um, and the answer was, these are the guys we like to go up on stage with. <laughs> yeah. But if we have to add somebody else and play one of their originals, um, you got anybody? Who would it be? Uh, if he was alive, it would be Levon Helm from the band. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. How about you? Uh, for me, it would be, uh, of course, they, they don't exist anymore because of the loss of Neil Peart, but being able to play with Geddy Lee and Alex Lifeson. You know, that, that would have been a highlight for me. John? I'd like to be up there with Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know, I have to go with John. <laughs> Stevie Ray. I have to just watch him play from behind like Reese Winans did. Yeah. That would be a good one, Stevie Ray. Um, so my segues are terrible. I've only been doing this for 18 years, 19 years. <laughs> but – um. If you could sit down with any songwriter in the history of the world and, and write a song with them, who would you want to sit down with? I'm going to go back to Jason. Jason, who would you want to sit down with? That's a tough one, man. There's so many. Um, John Hyatt would be one of them. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. How about you, Pete? Um, just because of how um, interesting his lyrics are, uh, Maynard from Tool. <laughs> that would be interesting. That'd be a good time. How about you? I was thinking about Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Just like Indiana. Me, I got too many to pick from. But I'll tell you somebody who I really like that's really off you know, off, uh, off of our, uh, well, not too far off of our abilities. But, you know, I like Ruthie Foster. I just love the way she writes lyrics. Um, just deep and earthy and bluesy. So that would be my pick. If I had a chance to sit down with Ruthie Foster, that's who I'd write with um, along kind of, I usually ask a DeLorean question before these two questions. Um, if you could sit down for a, a dinner table with any four people in the history of the world, with the caveat that only one of them has to be a musician, who are you going to invite to that table? Oh, man. Uh, and the DeLorean allows you to go back in time and pick them up. <laughs> well, oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Johnny Cash. That, that's who I'm going with. How about you? Who's 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 going to be at the table because of you? Man, <laughs> that's a good one right there, Johnny Cash. Uh, man, that's a that's a. Whew, it can only be one. Yeah. All right, Pete. You keep let, let Jason think about it. Who would you? <laughs> well, I tell you what. There's um, um, my my great grandfather. Uh, his name was Lewis. Uh, he was a fiddle player, and he played all over the area you know, in uh, where my dad grew up and uh, he died a year before I was born. So that would be someone who, you know, there was a musical background in our family. He sort of was one of the starters playing his violin on those Saturday night parties back in probably the forties. And that would be somebody I would be interested to, to, to hear from, you know, I'd have to say somebody in my family too. My uncle, my uncle Rudy gave me all of my equipment when I first started back in the seventies. I'd like to have him back and, 
tell his stories. All the the big Italian family we had. And, yeah, cool. I think Leland Sklar would be a fun one to sit down with. Yeah. But he's still alive. Yeah, you have to be dead. <laughs> well, he didn't well, have to be dead. dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Leland's not a birthday. I know he's doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, He'd be fun. He'd be fun. Cool. So. I forgot to mention at the top of the show the two tracks that everybody heard already. Um, so the very first song that I played was I Die Alone by Parabellum. Um, they are a um, mostly veteran band. So I felt it, it was fitting um, since it's Memorial Day and we're celebrating the veterans who gave all to to our country and didn't come back to have a veteran, veteran-oriented band start things off. Um, and then we listened to Overload in Stereo and their song Dust and the Ashes, which they actually just submitted to me today. Um, I played it and I was like, we're playing this. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. So one more question in this segment. Um, can you pinpoint the moment that you knew that you, you wanted to be a musician? Oh, man. Uh I can. In my grandmother's house, there was an old 12-string silver-tone guitar. Once I discovered it was in a closet, every time I went over there, I had to drag it out. I was probably 9, 10 years old. That, that's, my, that's my moment. I don't know. For, uh, for, for me, I, I remember having a, a, guy, a person's wedding that I knew, and they had brought in a band from New York, and I, I think I was 12 years old, and they had a huge PA system, and I... I just listened to the guy playing. The guy who played bass was a fantastic bass player. So here's this wedding band, and I'm hearing these awesome, you know, bass lines that this guy's putting down. And I think at that moment, I said, I just love that low end. And from that time on, that's that was the instrument I wanted to play. I didn't want to play anything else. That was the instrument. I'd have to say in 1974... <laughs> Oh, you're dating yourself, Joe. Sorry. Well, you didn't say how old he was in 1974. You just said 1974. All right. I was, uh, when I first heard my... It was three. Uh, I put my first Deep Purple album on my... That's on my pretty heavy for a three. Table, and I heard John Lord on his B3 just grinding away onto that, on that organ. I'd say my brother locked me in the room when I was not quite eight years old, needed a rhythm guitar player for his band. He was seven years older than me, and I never stopped thanking him for that. Uh, pretty much the whole summer with the Learn to Play Guitar with the Ventures record. So I cool. knew it then. Very cool. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're going to hear Miss Freddie's Freight Train Blues, and we're going to hear Lone Crow Rebellion sneaking out. And uh, then we're going to talk about that track when we come back. All right.
We're back with Lone Crow Rebellion, um, episode number 673 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. And uh, we just heard their track, um, Sneaking Out. Right before that, we heard Miss Freddie and her track, Freight Train Blues. But this is like, sometimes when I when I phrase this question this way, the people I'm talking to are younger than me and I have no idea what I'm talking about. But this is your MTV moment. You get to do a stories, storyteller's version of, of, of what how this song came to be or something that happened while, while you're recording it, you know, just tell me a story. Oh, I don't know what to even say. It was just a whimsical song about, you know, the typical topic that comes up in blues music, which is cheating, you know, um, come up with a cool riff. I was working it out. The words just seemed to come. Uh, 
couple different changes worked out in there. Um, I don't even know where it went from there. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think with you know with a lot of the songs that we have, you know, Greg will come up with a you know sort of a guitar rhythm, you know, simple rhythm, you know, basically a skeleton, and then he'll have those vocals. And then what happens? You know, we get together, we start playing, and then we we practice this together for a long time. And as we're practicing, you know, slight adjustments are made and all those things. And so it's just at practice where we start to to refine the song so that it becomes a little bit more each and every week. And then after a while, then it's like, okay, hey, this song is ready to record. Let's uh, let's lay the tracks down. Yeah, the pinnacle, I think. We had an aha moment with that ascension right before the guitar solo um, that I think really made the song stand out. Uh I think that just come out in practice. Yeah, it did. You know, it's just something. Hey, we need something else there. Let's try. Let's try this. Hey, what the heck? And there it went. So, being a blues band, this next question, it, it, it's like I have to ask it, and I ask it a lot, but I always ask it with blues bands. Um, so you're now standing at the crossroads where Robert Johnson supposedly sold his soul to the devil, and you're waiting for the devil to appear. Why are you there? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Robert Johnson went there supposedly to, to become a better guitar player. Um, I say I just took a wrong turn on 49 and ended up there. That's all I could come up with. It was either 49 or 61. I don't know how I got there. Why are you standing there? I, I, I have no idea why I'm standing there. I followed, I'm following you. He was yeah. following me. That's the problem. <laughs> We got there. There's a big guitar on the corner. It says 49 and 60. That's how we got there. <laughs> Unless, I don't know. He's pretty seedy. He might have something. <laughs> All right. I'll reword it. So what's something that you have not achieved yet as a band that, that you guys are, are reaching for? Uh, we're not just a blues band. We're a blues rock band, but we're also really seated in uh, in Roots and Americana and, and stuff like that. So we're we're reaching towards that kind of stuff a little bit right now. Um, we're, we're just, I guess the world's our oyster yet. We're still, we're willing to try anything and take anything on and go play for some people and make some people happy. So as long as that bus is rolling, we're not failing and, and we'll keep trying. I'm the new guy in the band, uh, just recently joined them and I'm really excited about the, it is a blues band and some Americana, but the, the variants that in the last couple songs recorded really uh, departures that show the breadth and the uh, and the talent, both songwriting and pulling off the songs. They're really, really good songs. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I just like to say I didn't pay him to say that. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. yet, at least. No, not yet. Now I'm in debt. <laughs> we have, yeah, we no, have some I mean new ones, new songs coming out. Yeah. That are. are Different from what we've been doing over the last. Two As years. a matter of fact, here's a shameless plug. We got a song called "Cruise" coming out this Thursday, June first. Um, it's a complete departure. Yes. Not, not really, but I mean, it, it's a blues tune, but but it's definitely got a Southwest or, or a Spanish feel to it. So I mean, it, it really takes a step outside of the the, the twelve bar blues. Yeah, and I think just you know, even having a, an opportunity to play live, you know, in front of people, you know, live music makes people happy. Uh, there was a study one time I think they did that said, you know what, when you go to a concert, maybe it's one of your favorite bands or something that you see, that you have sort of a, a heightened feeling of, you know, just sort of satisfaction and happiness for a couple of weeks after that concert. You know, me and Greg just went and saw Steve Morris down at the Oaks Theater here last Friday. And you just walk away with a good feeling. And so, you know, for me, it's like, hey, if we can give that good feeling to some folks who are coming to see our music 
and then they feel good when they go home. I, I, you know, that's that's why we play music and uh, to, to make people feel good. And, you know, people need it right now. Yep. Yeah. That's what we're looking to achieve. Um, so one of you mentioned that keeping the bus rolling and, and that segues into a question. So I'm going to roll with it. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's cool. Um, so you guys go out on a tour and for, for some reason you decide to hire me to drive your tour bus. What music am I going to play in between tour stops? Oh man, that is rough. I like so. I mean, I'd have to lend you my record collection for a week, and you could just build a playlist that way. It would be everything from uh, I like Steve Winwood. I'm big with Spencer Davis Group to to Johnny Cash to some good old rock and roll like Boston, you know. So that that's my my part. How about you? Oh, like I said, John Hyatt comes to mind. Uh, that's, Delbert that's McClinton. Plan, yeah. Uh, pretty wide variety, not just blues. Uh, Americana, like the Jayhawks. And Wilco. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to have you put on King King, band from the UK. That are, uh, I think they're going to be coming up here pretty soon. They're really, really hitting it. They're growing big. Yeah. And, and I'm sort of the weird, I'm like the prog rock guy. I mean, so if we would be listening to Kansas, you know, Rush. Uh, porcupine tree. Uh, there's a band out of Poland called Riverside. Yeah, that's a you know progressive rock band. I, I always like that kind of stuff. So I'd ask you to play that. So you wouldn't get bored. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, if you've listened to any of the stuff I'm involved in, we're all over the place anyway. Oh yeah, even you though are. it says yeah. rock in in the title of this show, I still play other things. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, cool. You sure well, do. you're playing that's good stuff. Yeah, you're playing it. Local stuff too. You, that's yep. there's a lot of different styles and and, and it's nice to have a, a place like that where some of the locals, you know, can be heard. Yeah, you know, because you're not going to hear it on the major markets. So. Hey, you find out we all fit together. You know, the 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 cool thing about music from the four one two is the owner Rocky Lamondi is, is in a band as well. He's in the Borstal Boys. He's in Super Monkey. Um, and he kind of grew tired of there not being an outlet. And that's where music from 412 came from. Um, my end of things, Build a Scene started all the way back in 2004 under another name. But it was, I was working with local bands, uh, making websites. And I was like, how can I help them? And um, I kind of accidentally started this show. But I'm not going to tell that story again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, you know. It's a lot of fun. I get to hear a lot of really cool music. And when I do the interviews like this, um, most of the questions I've asked you guys on a um, terrestrial radio station, they would have said to you who your influence is. I got a lot of influences from you and wasn't bland about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So Kiss once played in a bay to great white sharks and Metallica played in a bubble in, in Antarctica. What is a non-standard venue that you guys would like to play at? I'd like to go back to the bus topic myself. Let's just rock a bus going down the interstate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, not the tour bus, like an actual bus, like, you know, take seats up, put a little stage in the back, you know, and just have a little 30 person concert going down the interstate. How's that? That'd be fun. I like that. That's a good idea. That's yeah. a great idea. Who's buying the bus? 
Uh, <laughs> who's, dri- who's driving? Bill? Who's driving? Bill's driving. I guess I, I really need to go get my CDL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad has one. Maybe he'll drive it. <laughs> he has a CDL or a bus? CDL. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you can come. <laughs> yeah. Um. If. If you had a chance to ask your musical idol one question, who would you be speaking with and what would you ask them? Wow. See, these are deep questions. I'm going to let Jason go first. (laughs) (laughs) I would ask Lee Von Helm how he wound up with four Canadians when he came from Louisiana. (laughs) that's That's a pretty good question. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Pete? Well, you know, probably the, the guy that I learned the most songs from uh, was Dave Hope from Kansas. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember my uh, my brother got, uh, I think it was Audio Visions in, in the, you know, the buy 12 for a penny when you were kids growing up, you know, to these record clubs. Mm-hmm. And I started learning that album. And then I started going into their previous, you know, their back catalog, listening to their whole one. And, and Dave Hope was always there. And he always had interesting bass lines. And then just to see, you know, how he went from, you know, this in the middle of nowhere sort of band in the middle of the, you know, the country here, and then to become this, you know, this huge worldwide success and, and what it did to those, you know, country boys, you know, cause that's what they were and uh, see how it affected them and how it changed them. That's cool. I'd ask Stevie Ray Vaughan why he decided to put construction cable on his Stratocaster instead of a set of nines like everybody else. Why you want to work that hard? <laughs> so. What do you got, John? Uh, I just want to know why Reese Winans was never allowed to play with the with the Allman Brothers. <laughs> he, well, you can't go ask Reese. You got to go ask Greg Allman. That. Oh, yeah, Greg Allman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, he, he didn't want. Uh, he had two drummers. And he had two bass players, but he didn't want two keyboard players. So, yeah. <laughs> but Reese made a good uh, living out of what he was doing with Stevie Ray, and then Bonamassa now with Joe Bonamassa. But he's that does session work for most of the. Just about anybody out of of Nashville right now. Okay, so we're going to take another quick break. Um, What you're going to hear next is ZMW Whatever, which is a blues rock band. This album came out in, I think, 1994. It was the first local album that I ever owned. So a little bit of history there. And the bass player went to school with my dad. Um, And so we're going to hear Whatever by them, and we're also going to hear the drinking song by Sundown.
Welcome back. All right, so we have one more segment with Lone Crow Rebellion. Um, I've gotten some information out of them that you probably, even if you're familiar with the band, didn't know. Um, let's see. Um, what's an embarrassing moment that's happened to you on stage? Uh <laughs> I don't know, but I can tell you that Jason left his water bottle <laughs> up, yeah. up on Mike's riser for the entire Davy Knowles show. <laughs> and I looked up and said, that looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, we opened for Davy Knowles and I left it there. And after the show, I went up and got it. And he was kind enough to sign it for me. I'll never wash it. <laughs> because <laughs> Mike's a great guy. Um, I, think every, I think with everything, the, the most embarrassing thing you can do is like, you know, Greg's our, our lead singer, but John sings probably half a dozen songs and I'll, I'll sing a half a dozen. And, and I am always terrified of forgetting a lyric, you know, or, or whatever. And, and so that, you know, it's, it's just one of those things, please let me remember this. Please let me remember this, you know, because that to me would be one of the, you know, the embarrassing things. Most people would never know, you know, you can sort of hum along till you get it. But I, I just think that that for me is, is the most embarrassing thing. If you forget the lyrics for your song. He just hasn't learned that craft of going, all right, let's hear you guys, you know. Um, yeah, that, that, that's how it works, yeah. you know. Hand on the mic. Hand on the mic, you know. <laughs> you got anything, John? Oh, yeah, something just happened the last time we played at uh, the newest venue in town, The Angry Goat. We were had a single release party, and I went to the bathroom before we got on stage, and I forgot to pull my zipper. <laughs> I oh, you know what? I had a night like that. Everybody and I got up on stage and sat down, and, and I thought, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> and there was a door off to the stage, off the off the stage over here, and I was just like, "I gotta go." I didn't even know where the door went. I ran in the door, and here it was like the kitchen. There's all kind of utensils in there. Other guys, there's guys. I just turned in the corner and pulled my zipper up and ran back out on the stage. Other. Oh my God. And trust me, nobody would tell him. I've been difference. doing this. I played a set one night with my fly down, and no one said a word to me about it. <laughs> 47 years, and it just happens. You know? yeah. Whatever. Um, he never yeah. gets embarrassed about anything. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> what What's coming up next for you guys? What do you have in, we- the, in the plans? A bunch of new music coming at you real soon. Um, pretty much, as I said, Cruise is coming out June 1st. I would say the title track to our new album, uh, Coltrane Blues, is coming out probably around July 1st. Another single after that a month later. And then I would say early, uh, we could say late September, early October, have a, have a full album release coming. Um, we have lots of shows outdoors up around our area here yeah, but we got one down in their area, or sort of close uh, oh, with, with the Mammoth. Uh, yeah, we'll be at Mammoth Festival Park on June fourth. Yeah, that's uh, Greensburg, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, Mount general, general area, like Greensburg, Latrobe, somewhere. Yeah, there. Mount, so, somewhere Mount, down there. Mount Pleasant is their address. Yeah, is yeah, it? it's actually a little town called Mammoth, just outside of. Mount I'd Pleasant, say it's but... not too far east of Connellsville. Yeah, somewhere okay. down there. Yeah. So, so yeah, we will be down that way. So come on out and. They have a big slide in the park, which I can't wait to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's 
it's a stainless steel. It, it may be a reason to buy a wireless guitar rig. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so the next yeah. time I can be like, I heard that I heard, yeah. And I'll have something to say that was totally embarrassing. <laughs> um so I, I pop up on the screen a couple of times so far, and it's below us right now, um, LoneCrowMusic.com. But where else can people find you guys? Oh, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, well, our music's on Twitter, YouTube, Spotify. You know, we're on all the major streaming platforms, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Deezer, which I never knew existed till we started releasing yeah. music, which is pretty awesome. That's a cool name. Uh, but you, you can find us all those places. Um, so one of the things you might want to check out the website for is, uh, jump on and, um, get on our mailing list, uh, but the new songs coming out, uh, we hope to give away some freebies. That's a good way to find those. Any place else you can think of? No, I think you covered the, the bases pretty well there. Greg. All right. Thank you. Um, so how, and like, I'm asking you that's end of the interview but how did you guys end up together um well yeah. it's so funny everything's backwards yeah. pete and i have been playing together for it's that's actually kind of a funny that, story that's, that is a good that, story that's a good story. Yeah, that is a good story uh pete and i were competing for a job at a job interview and didn't know each other from adam <laughs> and i got the job he didn't but he he knew the people at the place and he came in one day wearing a fender t-shirt and i said oh hey you play and we started playing together um, so that was that. I've known John since, well, I was probably that big. Yeah, forever. Um, and uh, Jason's just a legend. I mean, he's he's a legend of central Pennsylvania. I mean, this guy's a machine. <laughs> so he just had an opportunity to, to join us and uh, and come in on some of these new songs and really bring a, a breath of fresh air and some light to them. Um, I, think, I think the audience should be very impressed with it. Uh, and that, that's how we met. And it's a privilege to play with these guys, seriously. It really is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, me and Greg, we were, that was back, what, in 2000 when we sort of first met. And yeah. so it's been, you know, 20 some years. And uh, it's just, you know, it's a friendship. And, you know, when you have music, that just makes it makes it better. Um, if, what, what is a song? I haven't asked this in a long time. <laughs> what is a song that you didn't write that you wish you had written? <laughs> oh, man, John, you're on the, <laughs> this is right up your alley. You can answer. I, I mean, I'm drawing a blank. Jeez. A song that I wish I wrote. I can guarantee you nothing would be, none of them would be serious. <laughs> It'd be something like cocaine blues from Johnny Cash. Uh, Oh, I, you know what? I know one. <laughs> you got one? I, I, you know, that the, the, my dad, even my dad loved this song. It was uh, Leonard Skinner, uh, the ballad of uh, Curtis Lowe. Oh, Curtis oh, Lowe, that's a good that, one. That is such yeah. a great song. It's yeah. such a great story. And, and they didn't even write that. And uh, <laughs> I, to me, that would have been a song that I would have loved to have been part of writing. That that reminds me. I need to um, text Doug Carnahan from After the Fall. He plays acoustic shows. And I told him he was supposed to learn that song for this summer, and I bet he hasn't yet. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to protect us from being cat-bombed. The cat just walked in the studio. So. 
I saw a meme the other day that said how to zoom with a cat, and the cat was duct taped to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only way. They have a they have a a knack of getting up on the keyboard. <laughs> um is there anything that we haven't covered that you guys want to get out there in the last two minutes? Oh man, just call us. We would love to come entertain you. You know, if you got something, look us up on uh, on LoneCrowMusic.com. Send us an email. Send us a message. Uh, the email is lcrmusicrocks at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to reach out with your needs, and we'll uh, see if we can hook up with you. Yeah. You know, take a chance. You know, take a chance to to listen to some of the new stuff that's coming out. Uh, follow us on social media. Um, not just for ourselves, but you know, we've been preaching all along that for for all the musicians out there, man, you can. You can do three things that cost absolutely nothing to help them out. And that's follow them on social media, share their posts, like and follow them, do the same thing with their music on Spotify or whatever, and, and get on YouTube and, and uh, subscribe to their channel. I mean, do, do that for all of us. We really appreciate it. There's a lot of theaters in Western Pennsylvania. I was so surprised how many of their restoring. And, you know, if there's one in Franklin, Oil City, um, Grove City and then of course Pittsburgh, you know, Oaks Theater and the the, um, the Palace and, and Greensburg. Greensburg. And Greensburg. Yeah. We just we'd love we'd love to play some of those places. And uh, I was just I just did photos at one <clears throat> two months ago in Indiana with Black oh, Ridge. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Black Ridge and the and the Juke House Bombers. Yeah, yes, those I, are our brothers. We yeah, love those guys. We're buddies with those guys. <laughs> Hey, I, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. Sure, we thank love you being here. Thanks, Appreciate man. you, Bill. And uh, when when that new music is ready, make sure you send it to Build the Scene and to Music from Four One Two. And um, if you make a video, send that to Music from Four One Two as well. All you right, bet. sounds great. You All right, bet. so what we're gonna do next is we're gonna play two more songs. It's Royce Fire and Silk Nine Tear Me Down. Um, I'm also gonna play the concert calendar for those of you watching the video, and then we're gonna watch some videos on Music from Four One Two. Uh, my name is Bill. This has been episode number 373, and I will see you next week.